It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Every day. All right, everybody, we welcome you aboard to another episode of the Locked On Redskins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Good to have you with us as we make our way through the middle of the week here. And we found out on Tuesday evening that Greg Olson is not coming to the Washington Redskins. Instead, he chose to go with the Seattle Seahawks, a one-year, $7 million deal, first reported by Adam Schefter, $5.5 million guaranteed. I don't know if that's a full guarantee or what, but I would assume it's a full guarantee. Um, And look, it's disappointing. It's a setback for the Redskins because they had his position coach. They had his former head coach, but he wants to win a Super Bowl. That's number one. Number two, he wants to play with a really good quarterback. That's Russell Wilson, not Dwayne Haskins or Josh Allen. Number three, you know, you go out to Seattle, you see their facilities, you see that, you know that stadium, you played there. You want to be a part of that vibe, man. You want to have fun. That's a loose but intense vibe. It's not like that at Redskins Park. We all know that. It's not like that at FedEx Field. We all know that. That place is maniacal, especially if things are going pretty well. You know, you want to be a part of that. I didn't think Greg Olson was going to go there because it was so far away, number one. And number two, I really, 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 really thought that not just the Rivera connection, but the Pete Honer, his position coach connection, was going to be enough to entice him. I thought, well, he could leave his family in Charlotte. He's a quick hour-ish flight away. You know, on weekends or, or or whatever. Not during the season, obviously. But you get my point on, like, Monday, you know, during the season, if you wanted to say Monday through, you know, late Tuesday night or early Wednesday morning. I really thought that was going to be a selling card because, obviously, the Redskins don't have the quarterback. They don't have the frenzied atmosphere. They don't have the chance that the Seahawks have of winning the Super Bowl. As I pointed out at RedskinsReport.com, though, what we don't know is did Greg Olson choose the Seattle Seahawks and leave a lot more money or more money on the table from either the Buffalo Bills or the Washington Redskins? We don't know that. We know what he chose. We don't know what was offered. Until we know that, we probably can't make a completely educated decision or analysis because that is important. If the Redskins, say, for instance, offered one year $5 million with $4 million guaranteed, well, you know, and didn't budge even when he got the Seattle offer, well, then it's not a decision. Why would you choose the Redskins? 
You wouldn't. You wouldn't. But we don't know that. Now, if the Redskins offered, let's call it one year, nine million, with seven million fully guaranteed, then he turned down a lot more money to go elsewhere. But again, until we know that, we can't make that decision. Don't forget, not only did he turn down uh, the Washington Redskins and all the people he knew here, but he turned down the Buffalo Bills and the people he knew there. Brandon Bean, their general manager. Sean McDermott, their head coach. Uh, Dan Morgan's part of their front office staff. I think think they know each other. Not 100% sure, but think they do. There's others. And Buffalo, a playoff team. And with a good, young, developing quarterback in Josh Allen. But Buffalo's Buffalo. And I love Buffalo, but it's colder than you know what there. And it's hard-pressed to say that Seattle doesn't have a better chance at winning the Super Bowl than does Buffalo. Buffalo's got a chance... But Seattle's got a better chance. So if all things are relatively equal, of course you pick Seattle. Again, geography, not great. You have to move your family there. Uh, if, you know, they, they, I don't know how old his kids are. I have no idea. But, I mean, honestly, I probably discounted Seattle a little bit because of the distance. And because he didn't know anybody necessarily directly there, whereas he had all the connections in Buffalo and Washington. Uh, But obviously, he looked at it from a better quarterback, better chance to win a Super Bowl thing. But more importantly, again, what we don't know, that's easy to say. What we don't know is, again, how much those offers were. We just don't know that at this point. Maybe we'll find out. And we'll think differently. But for right now, it looks like he made this decision, Greg Olson did, to play with Russell Wilson and to try and win a Super Bowl. So the Redskins don't have Greg Olson coming. What could they potentially have? Well, it looks like the Jordan Reed situation should be cleared up pretty soon. It looks like both sides are going to amicably amicably divorce. Doesn't seem like Jordan Reed really wants to be here. It doesn't seem like the Redskins really want him here. Clearly way too big of a cap number. It would require a renegotiation and essentially a pay cut on Jordan's end. And if he doesn't really want to be here and if he wants to prove people wrong, well, then he can go elsewhere uh, and prove people wrong. So that a pay cut wouldn't work because why would he take a pay cut if he thinks he can get something else elsewhere? Now, I don't know if he can or not. That I don't know because of his injuries. That I don't know. But it's possible that he can. Um, I, I hope somehow, some way, against my probably better judgment, that there's some way to, re, you know, again, for him to take a pay cut, get a $2 million base and an incentive package. But the Redskins may not even want to do that because it's hard to build your team around Jordan Reed, as great as he is. The problem is they don't have anybody right now. Uh, they have Hale Hentges and Jeremy Sprinkle. That's it. Not good enough. Now, uh, they have Jerome Cunningham, who had you know a concussion and a knee. and all. He's not bad. They could bring him back. 
um, and battle it out for 53-man spot. That's a possibility, but Henches, Sprinkle, those guys aren't assured of spots. You certainly don't want two of them on your roster, right, on your 53-man roster to open up the year. So the Redskins are going to have to sign two or sign one and draft one. Now, Eric Ebron seems to be like the most cost-efficient but high-end reward potential because Hunter Henry and Austin Hooper are probably going to cost a lot more than ideally you would like to spend. Now, that being said, the Redskins have are going to have probably over $60 million worth of cap space when it's all said and done, maybe even more. So the Redskins are going to be in a situation where they could go out and if they want, sign with Hunter Henry, who's had all sorts of injury issues. So do you want to go down that road? I mean, Hunter Henry's awesome when he's on the field. The problem is he hasn't been on the field enough. That's the problem. I mean, he's pretty uh, pretty good blocker, but he's just not on the field enough. Here's a for instance, 615 snaps in 2019. <clears throat> 2018 was the 14 snap torn ACL year. 2017, 597. Uh, you know, it's really hard for me to invest a lot. Now, if he's looking for a one-year prove-it-to-me type deal and we want to talk about 9, 10, 11 million, uh, then I can probably be convinced of that. But if he's looking for a multi-year deal at 25, which you presume he is, with his talent, despite the injuries, that's hard for me to make that kind of commitment. Eric Ebron, I could probably make that commitment. He's not great. But he's good, and he was great with Andrew Luck in 2018. 14 touchdowns, 827 yards, 74 um, receptions. He's not a great blocker, but he can really help out a team at 27 years old in the red zone. Eric Ebron's been kind of my guy. I don't know why exactly, but he's kind of been my guy, mainly because I expected Hunter Henry and Austin Hooper to stay with their teams or to be way, 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 way overpriced. We will finish up on the tight end situation next. Plus, D'Angelo Hall wrote an interesting column for NFL.com with some interesting names that we want to get into and pick through. Right here on the Lockdown Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, remember the days that you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, fellas. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. They're chewable. They work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you could benefit from a little more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code Locked On. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E Chew.com. Promo code Locked On to try it free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, just finishing up on the tight end situation for now. Some other names that, you know, we should kind of keep in mind. We mentioned Austin Hooper from the Atlanta Falcons. I thought all along that Hooper was probably going to get franchised, but some people, including my colleague at 106.7, the fan Craig Hoffman, does not expect that. I guess some others don't expect it as well uh, because of the Atlanta Falcons' um, pay structure with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and everybody that they have. I know they've been talking about Devontae Freeman trying to take a pay cut or maybe moving on uh, from him. Maybe that helps them with Hooper. I'm not sure. Uh, his projected contract, according to OverTheCap.com, is a four-year, $10-plus million average per year with $21 million guaranteed, about half of it. So he is graded, according to ProFootballFocus.com, a 78.3 in 2019, a 67.8 in 2018, 61.6 in 2017, playing almost or over 800 snaps in each of the last three years. So clearly an ascending player, and you should quite honestly be ascending uh, with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones to help you out and protect you. Uh, and Calvin Ridley uh, as well. Some maybe cheaper veteran options. Uh, yeah, Mercedes Lewis is 35. I don't know if you really want to go there. Richard Rodgers is a guy that, you know, you might be able to get something out of in a spot role. He's only 27, but he's only played 53 snaps in the last two years. Uh, so I don't know how much you're going to get uh, out of him. Michael Pruitt, Tyler Eifert's always hurt. Uh, Tyler Eifert just, I mean, you want to talk about Jordan Reed always being hurt. Uh, it's, you can't count on him. Just can't count on him. Luke Wilson, cut by the Raiders, signed on with Seattle. Obviously, they're looking to move on uh, and get better at that particular position. Uh, played less than 300 snaps. Eric Tomlinson from the Jets is a guy who doesn't play a whole lot of snaps. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, not from the Jets. He was with the Jets. Uh, he was with Oakland uh, last year. Doesn't play a whole lot of snaps, but he might be able to help you in the blocking game. You know, so there are some different options. Of course, they could sign Jason Witten if they wanted to. <laughs> Just kind of teasing. Uh, Darren Fells, you know, I mean, again, um, I, you know, I, look, Logan Thomas is an intriguing name. Uh, he's a developing tight end, caught a touchdown pass against the Redskins, the former Virginia Tech quarterback. Nick O'Leary is another name that I've always been intrigued by. I think he's Jack Nicholas's grandson or something like that. Um, always been a name that I've been kind of intrigued on, but eh, he's not great by any means. So the Redskins have some options. But it looks like they're going to have to spend more in terms of a multi-year commitment than they ideally would want to. Certainly for Henry and or Hooper, not for maybe the others. But I would assume Eric Ebron's going to be looking for a multi-year deal as well. 
As a matter of fact, OverTheCap.com puts him at a three-year, $7.5 million average per year deal with $14 million guaranteed and $22.5 total. That's not bad. All right, so that's Eric Ebron. That's the tight end situation. Um, one thing that I wanted to get to uh, here is this. D'Angelo Hall, who I covered, uh, of course, uh, and who does a great job for NFL Network, uh, put together this piece for NFL.com about the best available corners, the 10 best available corners. And this combines free agency and the draft. So not just one or the other. This is a combination of who's available. And I thought it was interesting because of who's on it and who's not on it. So I wanted to run through the list uh, here over the next couple of minutes. Uh, Chris Harris, Jr., Free agent, slot veteran corner, 31 years old, Denver Broncos. Mostly a slot player, but played outside under Vic Fangio. He was great in the slot his whole career. But he only was there less than 5% of the snaps, according to Pro Football Focus, uh, and allowed a 109.4 passer rating in coverage on the outside last year. I, I mean, so, you know, is he willing to play slot? I assume he is. Uh, is a team willing to take that chance? Mm, I don't know. He's 31 years old, too. So how much can you pay him? How long of a deal can you make? I don't know. He was under Jack Del Rio, though, in Denver. He wasn't drafted by Del Rio. I believe Del Rio got there the year after he was drafted. But Chris Harris blossomed under Jack Del Rio as the defensive coordinator then. Bradley Roby. He was a former Bronco as well. I believe he was also under Jack Del Rio. Um, he played with the Houston Texans last year. And now, seemingly, after a good year, can play inside, outside, seemingly is poised, I think he's 27, 28, to be a really good corner on the free agent market and a good option, again, with flexibility. He's number two on D'Angelo Hall's top ten list. Again, the combining free agency, mostly, and the draft. Byron Jones, Cowboys, high-priced corner. Number three, according to D. Hall. A little bit of a down year last year. Only six passes defense, 46 tackles, one forced fumble. Um, and D'Angelo Hall put in this... According to Next Gen Stats, Jones forced tight window throws on 44.1% of targets as the nearest defender since 2018. Um, so kind of D'Angelo says, you know, look, this guy is tough, feisty, had a down year last year, but ready to recoup and ready to take off. I think he's still only like 27 or 28, something like that. Former first-round pick. Logan Ryan, number four on D'Angelo Hall's NFL.com list. What uh, what uh, D'Angelo said about him, smart, competitive corner, not exceptional at one thing, good all-around corner, can play in press, off coverage. He's 29. I think he can play in the slot as well, if memory serves me correct. Four and a half sacks, four forced fumbles, 18 passes defensed. I mean, this is a an all-around player. You get that kind of production, whew, Logan Ryan could be a fit here. Josh 
Norman is not on the list. I'll give you that. James Bradbury is on the list. He replaced Josh Norman in Carolina. Of course, has already said he wants to play for Ron Rivera. So D. Hall put him at number five. Said reminiscent of Josh Norman, who left Carolina when his own rookie contract ran out. Solid cornerback, readily available. Second-round pick by the Panthers in 2016. That was, again, their first draft without Josh Norman. Three, um, he uh, Three interceptions, a career high. Third most tackles among NFL corners since 2017. Willing to tackle. And as D. Hall points out, you know, that really limits yards after the catch when you're willing and able to tackle. That's James Bradbury, number five on D'Angelo Hall's list. All right, we'll speed this up. Number six, Levi Wallace from the Buffalo Bills. Really their second corner because Tredavious White is so, so, so good, but only an 85.5 passer rating against. Levi Wallace, uh, an exclusive rights free agent, but D'Angelo Hall lists him. Uh, at number six because of how good he is. So, again, probably not going to be available under almost any circumstance, especially exclusive rights. Restricted is one thing. Jimmy Smith, 31 years old. When healthy, really good. Problem is, hadn't been healthy six games out with a groin slant and played a full season since 2015. A uh, little character issue at times. No thanks. Not for me. Jeff Akuda. Number eight out of Ohio State, the top five talent, maybe as high as number three. D'Angelo has him number eight, the only college player on this list. Number nine, Kendall Fuller. That's right. Now, D. Hall and Kendall Fuller are boys. So maybe he did his boys solid here. Uh, but as he points out, received a 93.7 PFF grade for Super Bowl performance. Highest among all players in that game. I'll tell you what, Kendall Fuller can play the slot. He can play outside. He can play free safety. He can play strong. He can do everything. He can play, again, inside, versatile. I think he's willing to come back here. I don't think he harbors any resentment, especially the people that got rid of him are gone. I think Kendall Fuller would be willing to come back here and could contribute to the Redskins in a number of different ways. And finally, number 10 on the list, Ronald Darby. Philadelphia Eagles, when healthy, he's right, man. He's righteous. But he's missed 20 games in the last three years due to injury. I, again, I don't know how you can invest a lot of money in Ron Darby if you're the Redskins. Now, maybe if we're talking about signing somebody else and then a one-year deal with Darby, that that could be a thing. I could be in on that. Uh, but he signed a one-year deal with Philadelphia last offseason coming off the torn ACL. So is he going to be willing to do that? Probably not. I can't imagine that he is, but I can't really go that far for Ron Darby, even though he's only 26 or 27. You know, I mean, he is great when he's right. The problem is, is, is he still going to be great, and is he ever going to be right? So that's the deal with that. All right, we'll come back, wrap up the show next, right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us. What's up, guys? If you've been a listener of this podcast, the Locked On Redskins podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that Locked On Redskins is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Redskins fans, just like you. 
Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Locked On Redskins fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's... Put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising. Let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve Locked On advertising success. Once again, that's text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcasts.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, all right, all right. No, I'm only teasing. I can't even do that with a straight face. That was my cheap impersonation of Dan Snyder impersonating Matthew McConaughey uh, at the Super Bowl in that viral video that you saw uh, bouncing around. All right, so the Redskins really didn't make any news on Tuesday. As we record this, it's late Tuesday night, early Wednesday morning, but Ike Hilliard, their former wide receivers coach, landed in Pittsburgh. So good for Ike. He'll get to work with Mike Tomlin, Juju Smith-Schuster. Of course, they had a tragedy during training camp. Uh, did the Steelers at that wide receiver coaching position uh, when their former coach passed away, unfortunately. So Ike Hilliard kind of, that's a good spot for him. It's a good organization. Obviously, everybody loves Tomlin. And, you know, you get to work with Juju Smith-Schuster, so that that should be good. So really good for um, for uh, um for Ike Hilliard. Sorry about that. Um, So here's one last thing that I'll throw out. Joe Burrow says he has leverage. The Bengals are starting, apparently, according to some, to get shaky on whether or not they're going to take him and force him or take him and trade him, a la an Eli Manning San Diego, back in 2004. I ultimately think they trade out and somebody trades in, Miami, Chargers, whoever, whoever ponies up, maybe Detroit, who knows. But what do the Redskins do if Chase, if Cincinnati does not trade out but doesn't take Joe Burrow? What happens if they take Chase Young uh, and, and he's not there for number two? Now, presumably, the Redskins would then turn around and make a monster trade with somebody for Joe Burrow, right? Preferably the Dolphins and maybe you get all three of their first-round picks. Five, 18, 24, 26. I can't remember the third. But what happened? I mean, if Joe Burrow is there, do you love him enough that you take him and then try and trade Dwayne Haskins? Or do you keep Dwayne Haskins around and have both quarterbacks? I, I don't know what you do. 
I assume you would trade Dwayne Haskins, but I, I can't make that absolute assumption. I assume you would trade out, but again, I can't say for sure that you would. But the most likely scenario, if that scenario were to unfold, and Cincinnati can't swing a deal for number one, and they take Chase Young, is you then, as the Redskins, have the hammer. You could take Joe Burrow if you wanted, but you could also extract a lot of juice from teams that weren't able to move up to number one with Cincinnati, who presumably, if they wanted to, was dangling the number one overall pick for the highest possible return. All right, we'll get more into that. Plus, we'll get into some mock drafts on the next episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Thanks for being with us. I'm your host, Chris Russell. As always, check me out, RedskinsReport.com, at Locked Redskins, at Russellmania621, and on the radio, 1067 The Fan, and the Radio.com app. Plus, our Google News initiative, Locked on Redskins updates. Uh, go check it out. Daily one- and five-minute reports, maybe less, on the Washington Redskins. Adios. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.